You're listening to the World Watch Weekly Podcast by Open Doors Canada. The goal of this podcast is to help you pray for your persecuted family. Since 1955, when Brother Andrew went behind the Iron Curtain for the first time, Open Doors has been strengthening persecuted Christians where faith costs the most. For more information about Open Doors Canada or about the World Watch List, please visit our website at www.opendoorsca.org. Enjoy today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to the World Watch Weekly Podcast. I'm Andrew, and with me as always is Jared. Hello everybody. And today we are going to talk about the number 17 country on the World Watch List, Algeria. So if you're joining us for the first time, or maybe you've just forgotten, the World Watch List that we've been talking about is Open Door's annual ranking of the 50 most dangerous countries in which to live as a Christian. Uh, it's produced by Open Door's International, audited by an outside source, and it's the most authoritative list of its kind. So that means that on the 2020 list, Algeria is the 17th most dangerous country to live as a Christian. Right. And before we go on, as a side note, the 2021 World Watch list is released in January of 2021. And you'll be able to hear all about that new list on this podcast the day it comes out. Yes. But let's talk Algeria. Algeria has a long Christian history with... You know, with one particularly famous Christian, do you know who that is, Jared? A famous Algerian Christian? Yes. Um, the way you phrase that question makes me think it's not a Bible character, and I don't think there were any biblical characters from Algeria. Um, oh, uh, could it be St. Augustine? Augustine of Hippo is correct. Yes. Uh, and so you are uh, apparently a Christian history scholar, Jerry. <laughs> I, I, do you know what? I knew he was from North Africa. I did not know specifically Algeria, but that was an educated guess. Yes. And so Augustine uh, is considered a church father, had a, played a huge role in the church then, and his writings still play a huge role uh, in Christianity today. Mm-hmm. And so that uh, famous Algerian... Uh, that's, you know, second century. And so Christianity was in Algeria in the second century. And considering Augustine was a leader, that meant it had to be significant and a significant base there for uh, such a prominent church leader to be from Algeria. Yeah, it was a region with a fairly, fairly thriving early church. But in the present, in modern day Algeria, um, Algeria has risen on the 2020 World Watch List. Uh, because of an increase in violence, particularly uh, the violent arrest of many Christians. And obviously this increase in violence has not gone unnoticed on the world stage. Correct. In 2020, for the first time, the U.S. Commission on the International Religious Freedom added Algeria to its special watch list. Hmm. And so there's 15 countries on this list, including countries like uh, Cuba and Kazakhstan. Uh, are the ones that other ones that I remember on the list, and so of these fifteen, all these fifteen countries in the Commission's judgment are engaged in or tolerated severe violations of the right to religion or belief in 2019, and so the inclusion of Algeria on this list could eventually mean uh, that economic pressure could be put on the Algerian government by the by the U.S. government to improve the situation. And in the meantime, Christians in Algeria must be very careful about how they share their faith now. Churches are allowed to exist, but only if they agree to the government's rules. That's a fairly common situation in a lot of persecuted countries. Churches are technically 
allowed to be there, but they have to abide by the government's laws. So these rules forbid churches to hold Bible studies, host uh, foreign preachers, or even run a kind of Sunday school. Now, few churches actually agree to these rules. Right. So a law was passed in Algeria in 2006 that uh, severely limits non-Muslim worship. And, yeah. and you know, a lot of those rules you just mentioned come out of, of that law. But that law, once it began being enforced in 2008, since then, the government has not registered any new churches uh, in the country. So many Christian citizens uh, continue to meet in unofficial churches, mostly house churches, often meeting in private homes or business properties. And the government has been cracking down on churches and has closed a lot of them. I believe 11 churches were closed during the uh, 2020 World Watch List reporting period. Um, a few have been allowed to reopen. We actually have a video of the police um, raiding a church meeting. You can keep an eye out on our social media pages and we'll be posting that video. Yeah, that, that video is from uh, late 2019. And uh, we, ha we put it up then, but we'll repost it. Yeah. As is often the case in countries on the World Watch List, uh, as if you've been listening to our podcast, you will know this, converts to Christianity face extra persecution. So in Algeria, persecution uh, often comes from family members if a believer is from a Muslim background and they're discovered to be a Christian. Church leaders report that female Christians from Muslim backgrounds are sometimes placed under house arrest by their families when their faith is discovered. They're not allowed to meet other Christians or to have any contact with them, and they're not allowed to watch TV or listen to the radio as Christian channels are broadcast into Algeria. And on the other hand, male converts in Algeria are much more likely to be forced out of their home than their female counterparts. Families, again, are often the source of additional persecution, such as physical beating, verbal insults, and threats. Men suffer ostracization and rejection, not just from their families, but from the wider community as well. A couple examples. Uh, upon discovering that their 24-year-old son possessed the Bible, one family was beating him and brought him to the local mosque by force. He was placed under such pressure that he ended up denying his faith in Christ. Now, he's subsequently come back to the Christian faith, but he is forced to live it out in secret. Similarly, a 38-year-old convert was taken to the local imam to recant his faith, which he refused to do. He then had to flee his town, now lives in a hidden place, knowing that if his family finds him, they will likely kill him. Family persecution has to be one of the saddest things that exists. Yeah, it's incredibly uh, difficult when you hear these stories. Like, I mean, there's lots of stories from Naf North Africa, and, and that's a very common theme. I remember yeah. reading a story of a young man who, when he came to faith in Christ and his father found out, his father goes to the police and tries to get the police to arrest him. Wow. And he also gets his son's name, like, legally removed from their family. So he's no longer part of the family. And so that, you know, leads to all kinds of things. Uh, you know, you're no longer part of your family. And that same young man, when he became... Uh, when he got married, sorry, to a young Christian woman, none of his family would come. Wow, so sad. But I do remember reading recently that there has been a bit of a breakthrough and he has had some contact with his family recently. And so God does still work in these yeah. crazy situations. Yeah, and I mean, through all these things that we're talking about, the church in Algeria is actually growing. 
Now, most Algerian Christians uh, come to faith through things like dreams and visions. And then alongside that, uh, Christian broadcasts, churches will send their sermons actually out of the country, which will then be broadcast back into Algeria over satellite TV. So let's uh, pray for the church in Algeria, Andrew, that it may see even greater growth in the coming years. And for those of you listening, here are some ways you can pray along with us. Uh, local churches are mainly made up of first-generation Christians, and so the church needs to focus on the Word of God and teaching truth. So pray that local churches will be strengthened and rooted in the Word of God, and thank God for the existence of those churches. Yeah, you know, we want to uh, pray that God would send people to spread the gospel in Algeria. The harvest is great, but the workers are few. Many churches do their utmost to be uh, salt and light in the country, but Algeria is a big country, the biggest in Africa, and there are many places without any Christian witness. And let's pray specifically for Christian women who are kept under house arrest by their families. Pray that God will strengthen their faith and let them know that they're not alone. Yeah, let's pray together. Father God, we lift up to you our sisters and our brothers in Algeria today. God, we thank you for them. We thank you for uh, their faithfulness and their steadfastness amidst persecution. And God, we pray today that you would strengthen your church in Algeria. God, we think specifically of uh, this young church, new believers, God, that it would be discipled, that it would dig into God's word, and that God's word would uh, would be so central to everything that they would do, God, that they would be rooted and built up. Uh, in God's word, and God, and that would overflow in the way that they live their lives. God, we pray that this church would be grow strong in Jesus' name. God, may you strengthen the church in Algeria. God, we think specifically today, God, of the many places in Algeria that don't have a Christian witness. God, may you send people to that country to share the good news of Jesus Christ. God, maybe it's people within their own country. Maybe it's other Algerians who move from one place to another because they sense God's calling to go and spread the gospel. Maybe it's people from neighboring countries or other regions of the world, God, who go as missionaries. But God, we pray, Father, that you would expand the witness there. God, we pray for workers in the harvest field in Algeria. God, we pray that many would come to faith in Jesus Christ. And God, we think specifically today of our sisters in Algeria whose faith has been discovered by their family and who are kept under house arrest. God, I'm sure it's not easy to keep the faith. I'm sure it's not easy to, to feel loved when all of this is allowed to happen to them. But God, I pray that they would sense the love of Jesus Christ, that they would sense the love of their brothers and sisters around the world who care about them, who are thinking of them, God. God, I don't know. We don't know any of them. But God, we lift them up to you today. God, and you know that young woman sitting in her home, even right now, who's so discouraged, is ready to give up on her faith. God, I pray that today she would know that she is not alone. God, that she is part of our family. And we are grateful for her, our sister. 
God, strengthen her today. God, we pray that over every Christian woman in Algeria who's being kept in their home. God, we ask that you would strengthen your church in Algeria and that many would come to faith in you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you everybody for joining us for another episode of the World Watch Weekly. We hope it was a blessing and an encouragement to you in some way. Uh, as always, feel free to rate and subscribe to the podcast. And you can find us on social media at Open Doors Canada. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of World Watch Weekly from Open Doors Canada. For more information on how to pray for our persecuted family, please visit our website, www.opendoorsca.org. Click Get Involved and then click Prayer. Prayer.